Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world and puzzled the minds of the very best. Today we bring you closure. David, I believe you have a mystery. I have a mystery for us all to solve, mystery fans. Um, I'm going to talk today about the SS Orang Medan. <gasps> Pronunciation unavailable. Sounds so, like orang yeah, like It does, and it's from the same uh, root. What? Uh, the oh. word orang meaning man. I thought um, I always thought meant orange. Orange, because no, they're well, orange. It, no, that's not, they're the man of the woods, I believe, or something oh, like that. Oh, what? Shitting hell, I'm learning all sorts today. Um, uh, but the Orang Medan means the, the man of Medan, which is the largest uh, city in Sumatra. Yeah, I which know. Which is where this Dutch... Uh, freighter was but it was based out of. See, I've got a problem with this is that if right. you put the word Dutch before anything it sounds incredibly rude uh, Dutch tilt exactly Dutch quilt D- Dutch podcast yeah, Dutch the original biscuits <laughs> Dutch freighter <laughs> yeah. sounds like they're all just weighing on each other well you wait and see what happens all right, sorry, sorry oh no so the year is June <laughs> 1947. Are you making fun of me? No, no. <laughs> 13 to 8. It's 13 to 8. That's right. <laughs> Which is a genuine thing people say. <laughs> it's June 1947. Right. Right? Picture it. Two years after the war. Two years after a war. World War Two. That's right. That's it's a pretty one. big one. That was a big one. Um, so, two um, American vessels called the City of Baltimore and the Silver Star are navigating the Straits of Malacca, which uh, lies between the Malay Peninsula and the island of Sumatra, uh, when they pick up a distress call uh, in Morse code from a Dutch merchant ship called the Orang Medan. And the uh, message reads as follows. SOS from Orang Medan. 
then some nonsense, garbled it's nonsense. probably Dutch. <laughs> probably Dutch. <laughs> Something about a pancake. Yeah. Um, we float. All officers, including the captain, dead in chart room and on the bridge. <laughs> probably whole of crew dead. Not really Whoa. thing to show off about, about being on a boat and floating. Not really. No. Then some more garbled nonsense. And then the rather chilling final <gasps> sentence of... I died. Oh my god. <gasps> and then nothing. Oh. So he died while he was writing it. Right. Um so obviously they decide they need to investigate this. Yep. And they managed to triangulate the rough location of where this came from and the Silver Star because uh, the city of Baltimore was a selfish asshole of a boat. Not a great name either. Um the Silver Star went to, on a rescue mission. Uh so they located the Orang Madame and it seemed utterly undamaged. There was no signs of any uh, any struggle or anything. And they tried to communicate with it and could get no response from board. And so they had to form a boarding party and get on board. And when they did, what they found was the ship was littered with corpses Ooh. of the crew, all with rictus expressions on their faces, uh, gripped in uh, terror. And uh, some of them even pointing at un- unknown somethings they'd killed over, so presumably the angle of what they're pointing at changed. Like, well, like when you're doing uh, a fun photo, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, "That's right, yeah, that's right." But then you'd fall over dead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, got it. Uh, the the dog had even died. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Killed the dog. Um. And so there were no survivors at all on board. Um, but none of them had any sign of injury or what uh, or struggle or that anything had killed them at all, um, and so they were like, "This is very sad. This is a bit mysterious, mm-hmm. but um, it's probably our duty to tow this freighter back to port uh, for salvage and for the authorities to take over." But no sooner had they attached the tow line than um, a fire broke out in uh, cargo ho- hold number four. And so they were like, shit. And they severed the uh, the tow line and the Orang Medan exploded and sank without oh, a trace. Goodness me. Bloody hell. Um, and has never been seen since. Wow. Um, and, well, it's on the bottom of the ocean, presumably. Yeah. But it just meant they couldn't investigate what on earth had happened. That is the entire mystery. Ooh. That's amazing. Um, now, there are many theories about what could possibly have happened to these, this poor crew. But, uh, but what, are, what are you thinking at this point? Surprise party. Surprise party. <laughs> like someone jumped out with surprise and they all went, oh! <laughs> Too much of a surprise. Too, too shocking. Yeah. Even the dog. Yeah. Which Even is like, the dog. I was not expecting that! <laughs> Um, what, did they know who might have sent the message? Was there a guy in the okay, room with, so a, with the his finger on? The captain was on the bridge, the yeah. captain. Yes. Um, many others were in the chart room, or, and the radio operator was dead at his post. So, so probably he him. was the last to die, by the sounds of it. Um, so he had sent the Morse code message. Um, it's uh, Yes, it, 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 it remains a mystery to this day. Um, now, I can add something that complicates matters even further. Because there are many yep. theories about uh, what they were, the cargo that maybe had caused um, a toxic gas leak, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yes. That would, would cause this, but then for it to explode as well, people have gone, well, maybe it was carrying nitroglycerin and uh, something else, uh, potassium cyanide that would react with seawater and then poison everyone. 
but then that dissipated by the time the Silver Star yeah. crew came on board and then they came on and then the seawater reacted with the uh, nitroglycerin and made the whole thing explode but why they'd be carrying those two very specific substances is that the kind of thing the Dutch tend to to, to merchant they're all about potassium uh, cyanide <laughs> and nitroglycerin pornography pornography and well pornography is very famously uh, printed with uh, nitroglycerin yes uh, That's why they call it red hot pornography. I, I, ne- I nearly said, "Oh, really?" <laughs> but I've admitted that, so it's yeah, pretty yeah, much as bad now. Said that. Well, the thing that complicates this because you you is that um, a top secret CIA file was made public in uh, two thousand and three, and this was a letter from uh, in uh, now from the assistant to the director of the CIA. Uh, and it was sent in December 1959. This was uh, sent by C.H. Mark Jr. Um, to an unknown recipient. And it it details the story of the Orang Medan and adds, I feel sure that the SS Orang Medan holds the answer to many of these airplane accidents and unsolved mysteries of the sea. Mm-hmm. He goes on to talk about many sightings of fiery spheres rising out of the sea in the 18th and 19th centuries and then repeats an account of this happening in 1067 and concludes his letter the enchanting sea what terrifying secret does it hold i feel sure that the ss orang medan also holds the answer to this secret this letter was classified as i say until 2003 and who it was written to is still classified to this day holy cow yeah glenn miller it was written to Glenn Miller, that's right. <laughs> he he wrote Dear Glenn at the top, so it's probably... The Dutch uh, like jazz, don't they? They do, they quite like jazz, I yeah. think, imagine. Jazz the cigarettes. Yay. That's right, and jazz mags. And jazz mags, jazz yeah. mags. <laughs> They're all about jazz. The two guys of <laughs> jazz. They can't get enough jazz. No, not so into the music. Jazz nitroglycerin, they love. They do. Mm. Um, so it's it's a... It, it's a, you know, of the ghost ship stories, yeah. it's probably the most modern one. But and has yeah. there been a... Sightings of a ghost or- orangutan? Uh, not, not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. Uh, a ghost orangutan. They have seen <laughs> like. over the uh, that near the, floating off the island of Sumatra. Yes. Um, so, some people suspect they were smuggling Japanese nerve agents, oh. Japanese uh, chemical weapons, basically biological weapons developed during the Second World War that were then confiscated. But because they were contraband, they were being smuggled back to the US. Um, and so it, they were doing illegal, rather reckless things. That would make sense in sometimes because the Dutch historically were one of the few nations that the Japanese allowed to trade with them. Is that right? Yeah, they had a historical... Ooh. Yeah, I might have done a Japanese history for my advanced hires. Um, and this was in the 40s, was it? This was in they, the 40s. Uh, no, but it, they... They were quite a naval nation, the Dutch, weren't they? Yes, and they and the Japanese were very, very, uh, like, isolated, but also very not keen on other people. I think they traded with, like, some of the Taiwanese, some of the Chinese, and the Dutch, and that was it. Right. So what I'm saying is, it would make sense if they had a thing going on there. Right, a historical yes, precedent historical, that historical, they trusted the historical. Dutch. Relationship. Bees. You think it was bees? Bees things. I think they were smuggling bees. Yeah. The bees got out, stung them all. They were smuggling budgies. Yeah. They were budgie smugglers. No, that's that's a kind of pant. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, The actual bees, bees get out, sting everybody. Yeah. Fly away. Into the sea. They don't know where they're going. They don't know where they're going, but they don't want to stay on that boat. No. One of them starts a fire. 
friction with the legs together <laughs> as they're dancing doing their navigational yeah. dancing going where are we going I yeah. don't know where are, even are we Gary Sparks I've no idea head. maybe they do a sort of ceremony after killing people yeah start to fire and they fly off it's like it's almost like the ice arrow is the perfect weapon sure because they've left the scene of the crime ice arrows are the perfect weapon yeah, maybe this was now, ice the ice. only thing was well there's no injuries on the bodies no bee stings no bee stings, stings although they wouldn't have been able to no. fully uh, examine the bodies because they didn't have time they didn't have time they're actually yeah. pointing going shit there's loads of bees right stunk dead right so this they, was a boat full of people who were fatally allergic to bee stings or yep. they were all faking it yeah. So they were all Lord Lucaning themselves, <laughs> and right. all of them were just lying there, just going, "They're coming, they're coming. Pretend you're dead. Pretend you're dead." This and as soon gonna, as they attached the tow hilarious. rope, they were like, "Right, get in the lifeboats. Set off the bomb." <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. This just feels like a really a lot of effort for one very small joke. <laughs> it's true. You are full of accents. I know. You You've done South African, just Russian, really up to the brim with them. What I'm really hoping is someone, like a, uh, an acting agent, will hear them. Um, the only accent you're lacking is your Scottish one. No! <laughs> you know that's my sore point. <laughs> oh. um, yes, yeah, so uh, so secret Japanese uh, chemical weapons mm. is, is a possibility. Would, would a nerve agent make your face distort because it... It, maybe maybe if it was just painful. I think possibly. cyanide does, doesn't it? But why why it then exploded? That's a difficult question. Maybe they were in a panic to get away and did something that set off some sort of fire. Well, a very boring answer is that there was a boiler malfunction that uh, leaked carbon monoxide into the ship. Mm. But wouldn't uh, which which the Silver Star crew wouldn't be able to detect, and, but weren't on board long enough to be poisoned and that same boiler malfunction caused an explosion. But if, if they were found on deck how would, would an, well if some of them were on deck would they have been poisoned as much? Yeah I would have thought the radio the operator air. would go maybe I'll just go get some fresh air and see yeah. if it's yeah. fine yeah, yeah. Just feel a bit better. Well because of the rictus uh, expressions and the pointing uh, many people say it was bloody aliens or something uh, mm. and Not normal aliens, bloody aliens Bloody aliens or yeah. something um, The pointing is the weirdest bit I think Yes. If the bo- if the pointing wasn't there, extraterrestrial weaponry. You'd be pointing at sort of balls of light or something. Yeah. What would you be pointing at? Um, I got it. A devil a, on a on aqua, an aqua hoofsicle. Hoofsicle. <laughs> Bloody devil on a hoofsicle. You know what? I'd point at that. The, if the I saw devil that. just has to click his fingers and yeah. you're dead, aren't you? That's yeah. Thanos you're thinking of. The devil did it first. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Well, the devil could do, do anything. In the old Bible. Oh, the old Bible. Yeah, I got the new. One. No, Is that what it's called? The old Bible. That's right. <laughs> you get them in drawers of hotels. <laughs> um, have you heard of the phenomena of ball lightning? Yes, because um, when my grandpa was a child, someone went down his house chimney. No. What? Yeah. Because they still haven't Is explained it, right? It's like it's like it's, it's such well, a rare it shoots phenomenon. testicles. It's right. It's ball lightning. <laughs> it's, um, it's Durham. It's 1922. Three-year-old. Tom is ha- doing what three-year-olds do. It's Pissing the, about. Uh, yeah, and there's mm. a storm. They all think they're all going to die in some kind of apocalyptic thing because some bloody lightning comes down the chimney in a ball. That's Christ. as much of the story as I know. I've never heard of ball lightning. Ball lightning. I'm going to ask and my it's, mum. It's, they've tried to replicate the phenomena in lab conditions and nev- have never achieved it, so I was reading. Wow. Um, but it has been observed. And uh, St. Elmo's fire is the mm. other weird one. You, you. The That's green. where everybody gets like big hair. That's right. They, uh, John Hughes writes a film for you. I can see you do some. Yeah, that's right. What does it? What does St. Elmo's fire? So, not really. St. Elmo's fire is uh, sort of glowing, 
uh, and potentially looking like fire yeah. on pointy extremities Ooh. and I believe it's caused by electromagnetic charge okay. in some atmospheric conditions but it can make the ends of uh, masts and yeah. rigging not rigging that's ropes isn't it mm. but you know what I mean bits <laughs> yeah. of a ship the pointy bits. bits of a ship yeah. know, sort yeah. of look like they're suddenly on fire okay. um, but it was considered a good omen by sailors actually oh. St Elmo's fire St Elmo's fire and, uh, you have to say it like that. It's how it's pronounced. Saint Elmo's fire. Saint Elmo's fire. Fire. Yeah. He, he put yeah. the least effort into that. Yeah, he was the barman in brushstrokes as well, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think uh, ball lightning or Saint Elmo's fire can explain how all these people died. But with a rictus grin. Rictus grin. But Not clearly, the grin, assistant to the director of the CIA thought that all of these phenomena were connected in some mm. way. Maybe undersea aliens. Deep rising. Deep oh, rock. maybe it was a kraken. That sounds naughty as well. It's no, it's not. Dutch deep rising would be <laughs> the Dutch deep rising, which this is effectively is. There's a there's a film where it, uh, there's like a monster living under the sea, right? That comes up and gets people on the ship, oh. but it does take them away and eat them. So this doesn't. That I can't doesn't put work. this down to a deep rising. Like a like a kraken kind of thing. Like a kraken. Yeah, Unless yeah. there was a second dog. Christmas that kraken. wouldn't be on the the uh, the crew manifest. You know. Oh, I am sad. And the dog they died. were all so terrified of what took the first dog. Even the second duck died of fright. Because yeah. even right, because you can die of fright, but couldn't all of you die of fright? And not in you couldn't sort of be dying of fright enough to send a Morse code yeah, message. Do, 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 really. do, 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 it feels like uh, poisoning it to me. It feels like it feels. And also, like why was why poison. was he sometimes doing Sorry. nonsense, and why was? Uh, well, I think he, he was struggling to get it out. Yeah. He was having convulsions. Of this some is like kind. taking a selfie when you're dying, isn't it? Yeah. Again, it's just more extravagance. I die. Yeah, I just, die. That is those incredibly are sad dramatic. things to text. He was a frustrated <laughs> poet, poet, wasn't he? Yeah. I die. It's that's like Macbeth. The little boy in Macbeth says, "You're not allowed to say Macbeth." Mother, I am dead. Doesn't he? At the you two end. are actors. You shouldn't say Macbeth in a theatre. I haven't right. said it. This is nowhere near. I've a never theater. said this it in is my a life. Theater. This is a theatre, not a podcast. Just think of your audience that are listening now, both of them. Oh yeah, your ears are a theatre. <laughs> um, sorry. Some would say the best. That thing. little boy, when he's killed by the Scottish plays men, hmm. um, he says, "I think, mother, I am dead," or something. Similar. Thane of Cordor. Thane of Cordor. Thane of Mordor. That's it. Thane yeah. of Mordor. Um, yeah, no, it's a sad thing to have to write, isn't it? Well, very, especially the gibberish as well. You'd be really annoyed because you'd think, I was getting somewhere and now I've written gibberish. Yeah, oh. Was it in English or Dutch? Uh, it's a good question and I don't know. I'd imagine it would be in Dutch. But they are fairly bilingual, aren't yeah, they? And the Americans, not so much. Yeah, so exactly. Maybe they, they think they stood more of a chance if they did it in English. I just, you know, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's Dutch who can't speak English fluently. Right. No. Just saying. Have you ever met an American who speaks a second language? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, really either. bad. I'm sure I have. I'm sure they exist. Yeah. Nicholas Cage? What language does he speak? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so few speakers left of Nicholas Cage. There really it's are. Really it's sad. just the one now. John Travolta did it a bit. He did. When he was being Nicholas Cage. In Face Off. For a while. Uh, John Cusack is slowly trying to turn into Nicholas Cage. Have he is. That? He's yeah. not as good at it. It's, no. it's almost more sad when you see him mm. trying. But he did in uh, The Raven. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It was so stupid and bad. What yeah. I love about the film The Raven, if we can just go off on of The course. Raven for a second, Why not? Big fan. is that it was filmed like a 3D movie with <laughs> things coming up the screen and stuff, but was never released in 3D. I wish the, the, that film was better. So do I. 
Yeah. Was that the one that posits that the Edgar Allan Poe was a crime solver? That's right, he was a detective, yeah. I think it's the words yeah. you were looking for. Because he died a on a bench, didn't he? He did, did die he? on a bench, did like he? like a vagrant. Like a vagrant, yeah, very sad end was it a be- Did they dedicate the bench to him? Hope so. Yeah. Edgar Allan Poe loved this bench, <laughs> but I did, apart I, from when he died I, on it. I did get to tell an American friend of mine that the... Uh, who can't speak in any other language, um, that the Baltimore Ravens are called that because of Edgar Allan Poe. She had no idea. Wow. Wow. And I was feeling pretty smug. You should. That's a little fact for you guys. So Edgar Allan Poe was on this boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it's... A he mystery. was raving mad. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is there any other cases this is similar to? I feel like... I feel like Marie Celeste. I was going to say Marie Celeste. Yeah. But, well, there were no corpses. There was nothing on, on the Marie, Marie Celeste. Celeste. But the theories are similar, aren't they? Yes, and the, we'll probably cover the Marie Celeste I think we should, so point. we shouldn't delve into it too no. much. Um, guys, did you call them Mar- Marie Celeste? Marie it is Celeste. the Marie Celeste. You're right. Marie mm. Celeste was the short story, right? By Conan Doyle. Yes. Oh, what a bunch of nerds. Um, you. you two are. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's too cool for that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have heard of, a, of another incident, though, where people are all found... That was the end of uh, the Lost World. Yes, and that was a T Rex. It was a T Rex. I guess the deal off passes a wee bit like that. We should do the end of um, the Lost World as a mystery because the T Rex gets out. Yeah, that's right. But there's a man in a tiny room with with just his hand on the steering wheel. Yes, steering wheel on a boat. Yeah, it is. And I don't understand how the T Rex would have got into that tiny room and just eaten eaten him, but left the hand. Certainly couldn't have 
steered it with he, tiny he tumor cells. He made a funnel as a straw. I think he must have done that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and though we will have to cover that one. Yeah. Um, but sorry, uh, you, you were right. This is very similar to the... Yeah, well, I just... I just love plus. Well, yeah. uh, we voted on it was uh, Russian conspiracy. Russians, in yeah. the end. Do you think the Russians and have anything? I think Japanese conspiracy for a little oh. bit of... Uh, yeah. Maintaining our, uh, our post Second World War xenophobia thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are def- it's definitely not the only story about a sort of mysterious chemical or nerve agent mm. that may or may not be being transported somewhere. And there is a cover up because this letter is. Yeah. Yeah. Why would it be in? Or it's an embarrassment to the CIA, Mm. so that this assistant was a wild conspiracy theorist writing letters to Oprah or something, and they just go, "Well, that's a bit awful." You think it would be redacted? Yes. Well, only the recipient was redacted. Yeah. Because isn't it after fifty years? There's a freedom of information. I believe so. Yeah. So you'd think it would have come out by now. Yes. What were they being? For some reason, it. Well, why? They must have had a claim for it being a ma- still a matter of national security. What do the Dutch think about this? Have they built a statue to the orangutan? <laughs> I don't believe so. There's no orangutan. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's too far. Do you think they did yeah. a, an orangutan right. statue, the, but the orangutan looks like really stricken? Like He could have the, the orangutan statue with loads of sailors on his shoulder <laughs> and one tear coming out of his eye. Yeah, the captain was an orangutan. Is yeah. that not mentioned? He's called he Clyde. Hat. Clyde, and he oh. drove the ship. He, his last lovely. message was... <laughs> That's why that was. That's why some of that Morse code was nonsense. <laughs> Just go, give me that, Gary. I'll do it. <laughs> so it's a huge paw. Just slapping it. Maybe that orangutan from the um, energy company advert that looks really sad oh, yeah. is thinking about this rather than the environment. I, I, when I look at that orangutan, I imagine he's thinking, <laughs> I used to advertise Sunkiss. <laughs> what have I become? Yeah, I you used know, to be mates for Clint Eastwood. <laughs> It reminds me of an embarrassing uh, Morse code story, if there is such a thing. Right. Uh, one of the reasons the Titanic was was not helped more was because um, all night long the uh, Morse code operator before it crashed had been using the Morse code to uh, telegram like sort of postcards from passengers, and um, the other ships got really uh, in the area got really annoyed at them just blocking up the airwaves with their sort of fan mail. Um, and sort of letters home and stuff, so they wow. switched off their equipment so they wouldn't have to hear it. The boy who cried postcards. Exactly, yes. exactly. I thought you were going to say you were sending saucy messages. That could have been fun. Some Probably, of them might have, been. might have been. Some of them might have been. Can't but it wait was, to you get know, into your port. It was actually the uh, um, 1912 equivalent of people just texting memes to each other. He's just sending a postcard that says, I'm king of the world. <laughs> Draw me like, write a postcard like one of your French girls. <laughs> in French. Yeah, in French, of course. Do you have any favourite theories? I I like the uh, the Japanese nerve agents mm. being smuggled by the CIA. I like stories when it's CIA. Yeah, you like you like that kind of thing. Well, well there is the aspect of the redacted information, mm. which makes exactly. you think. And it is the very beginning of the Cold War. Yes, and everyone's yeah. sort of panicking a bit because it's the end of the war and. Russia's starting to look a bit um, suspicious, and could be Russia. So maybe well, everyone's starting interestingly, to. Interestingly, yeah or maybe destructively to this episode, but um, there is no ship's manifest of the uh, the Orang Medan existing at mm. all, even though there is uh, several accounts of this story uh, from different sources of this story happening. Wow. But it doesn't, it, it doesn't appear anywhere. And some people have suggested it's because it was on a Dutch oh, uh, list somewhere in Sumatra that 
is not as well handled. <laughs> so you're saying is the Dutch a bad admin? Possibly, possibly, because it was the Dutch East Indies. Mm, yeah. Uh, was what it was called, I think, originally. Yeah, because they. A colony, wasn't yes. It? And also, you know, I'm not, I'm not super hot on geography, but Holland is not a million miles away from France. Correct. And which isn't that far away from Russia. Right. Yes. I Interesting. See what, see what you did there. See what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's not. You know, they, the they could have their little finger in that. Stalin was a very paranoid man. He was. was. Yeah. So. So he's trying to buy some illicit Japanese weapons. Or an orangutan. To potentially use on the Americans should it come to it. Yes. And an orangutan for free. An orangutan. That's, the orangutan has eaten all the poison. Yeah. Buy one cargo bay of weapons, get a free orangutan. Yes. That was and they haven't, they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't strapped it down properly. Yeah. So one big wave, a canister of, wep- of uh, gas. Yeah. That's how it's done, right? That's how it's done. It, that rolls and... It, breaks i'm trying to think why but i feel like i have this association in my head of the japanese with nerve agents is that because of i think it's true i think they were doing chemical weapons experiments that even the nazis would have balked at but at this point in 1947 the japanese were a bit bereft of anything weren't they because they'd had two massive bombs dropped on them maybe i'm thinking of om shinrikyo the the cult because they uh yes that's they they used nerve agents they they? did on the uh, tokyo subway this this one I don't know this one. This is cult, you... cult in Japan who use ne- nerve agents to try and poison people on the, on the on the subway in Japan. Oh, that's not very nice. Yeah, he got caught though, didn't he? Yes, they... didn't they kill him? What was his name? Uh, Om Shinrikyo was the name of the cult. Yasuharo. Yeah, Rufio from Hook. Yeah, they found him because he was in the kitchen making imaginary ice cream. His fatal flaw. They had to get past that little fat guy that rolls his. Oh yeah. To get to him. Why are we talking about him? I don't know. I'm sorry. It's I, Christmas. I, I distracted you. Um, so, but, okay, so it could, it sounds a bit like it might be an urban myth, but then also there's actual evidence, like the CIA's letters and things, so right. it's not a urban legend. Right. It would be more interesting. But he, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I mean your one. I mean, My one. Yes. Um, the, some people say it's proof that it's entirely urban legend. It never, the ship never existed at all. And others that the, it's proof of a cover-up that the fact that this, which is is a classic CIA that they they were trying to smuggle things illicitly and so they just made out that it never happened at all. This sad thing is it'd be more interesting, and this is not to do you down at all, right? If it hadn't blown up and sank, right? Because they'd be able to investigate further. But what if the CIA had a man or got in touch with a man on the Silver Star and said? We will pay you handsomely upon your return if you blow it up now. Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins used to deliver mines. They did. I don't trust dolphins. And now Silver Amazon Star. packages. Well, and Amazon packages now, yeah, <laughs> as well as drones. The Silver Star had a CIA dolphin. Yes. That swam under. Right. Attached the mine. Yeah. And then swam off, obviously. Yeah. And then they... Because uh, it takes the, ages to train a dolphin, so does. you don't want it to be a one-job one deal. No, 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 no. Just, and then it blew up. Well, I think it's too convenient for the CIA that the, the ship blew up. Immediately after all of the Americans got to safety as well. Seems mm. very convenient. American cover-ups are always very convenient, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. They're very good at that. They're quite the JFK good. JFK one's like a real, like a one-shot deal, isn't They're it? They're quite good at making it seem quite suspicious. JFK's dead. Yeah. Oswald's dead. Yeah. Ruby goes to prison and dies. Done. 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 People will be talking about it forever, but who cares? Yeah. 
our economy will be helped by the films they'll make about it. Yeah, <laughs> and people coming to see the, the site. That's right. It's like Everyone the, wins. If the Loch Ness Monster killed the Queen, our economy would be booming. Who's to say that's not going to happen? Oh, don't say that. I mean, it would be a hell of a I, way out for her after a long, <laughs> glorious reign. <laughs> the coolest monarch death ever. It'd be like the end of the Royal Tenenbaums, where he's got that grave saying that he saved everybody from a sinking ship. That would be like, <laughs> killed by the Loch Ness Monster with a carbine rifle. She died doing what she loved. Yeah. But before they can question the Loch Ness Monster, Prince Charles shoots the Loch Ness yeah. Monster. Yeah. And everyone's like, hang on, slow down. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's really gone on here? And then there's a white Fiat Uno just driving <laughs> <laughs> That's just rubbing it in. Uh, Maybe the Loch Ness Monster killed Diana. Well, we'll have to examine Has that. Has anyone seen the Loch Ness Monster since her death? No. Exactly. That's very true. He was in that tunnel. In Switzerland? No, oh, no, in Paris. In Paris, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, the theories then. Yes. What so we, we, go with? Can, we can either go for bloody aliens, mm. um, Japanese nerve agent, yeah. or just some kind of boiler malfunction. But I would go Japanese nerve agent with CIA cover-up as a, as a heady mix. Mm. Yeah, I think that sounds pretty good. Fine, that's sorted. That's case closed. Case Ooh, closed. I'll easy. just lock, double lock the door. <laughs> oh, it's a rusty key. You Sorry. could get, get some oil on that. <laughs> Move the mat, pick up the post. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about my house. Sorry. Sorry. Um, great. Well, thanks for tuning in, if you have, both of you. Thanks if you haven't, though. Yeah, Thank you Thanks. either way. Um, until next time, uh, I've been John Rain. He's been David Reed. You've been right. Eleanor Morton. Yep. You can find them on Twitter as Mr. David Reed and Eleanor Morton. I'm Mr. Ken Shabby. Post postcode. Postcode. <laughs> Podcast. What's our postcode? The postcode is at All Rather Pod. See, I've written it down. Good. So I'm, I'm improving. Professional. And join us next time when we have more mysteries. And get in touch if you want us to investigate things on your behalf. Mm. Why not? For a fee. For a small fee. Large fee. Large. It's, it's, this is getting worse. Hotel rooms. Oh, Are we yeah. basically advertising ourselves as private detectives? <laughs> is this yeah. just a, a, a long <laughs> advert? Yeah. Because uh, our attention to detail is it's phenomenal. It's second to none. It is. Because um, we can't be bothered to look into none. No. So we're second to it. Second. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd happily become a PI at this point. Yeah. Yep. Or a PA. No, no, not PA. I don't want to put that on the I'd top. happily eat a pie at this point. <laughs> nice. Mm. It's just Sorry, gold. I don't know what's happening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.